All right. Welcome to the Operations Mastery Podcast. I'm here with Patrick Dillon. He leads Wise Digital Partners, a huge agency out of San Diego. Uh, nice to have you. Yep. Thanks, Ben. Nice to be here. Amazing. Um, so, hey, give us some background on your agency. What are your core services you offer? And, and you know, how many clients are you operating with? How big are you guys? Yeah. So um, just some, some backup background a little bit. This is my 10th company. I own and operate three businesses. Um, I started a, a large software business that had like 900 uh, sort of tier one clients and about 50,000 tier two clients. And so publishing entities and, you know, and then small businesses. And out of that agency, I created a, a digital marketing agency that we franchised nationwide. Um, and we had about 700 clients with that company when it sold, well, over the course of time. And, you know, it, it went through a merger with a larger agency in LA where, um, I learned a lot of things that I, I didn't think we were doing well with our first agency, Like we were really good at traffic, you know, disciplines and services like SEO and paid media. Um, that company that we merged with was really great at project stuff. So design, development, all the website piece, much better than we were. And, and so, you know, we got we got good really fast at all the things that we weren't good at. So when I started Wise Digital, which was early 2019, so we're, you know, we're sort of coming up on the five-year mark here. Um, uh, we kind of launched with a full service model. So right away we had 10 or 12 services with a couple software products. Um, uh, day one, I started out with 50 clients. Um, they were all a lot of clients that came back from my old agency and other businesses and stuff. And um, uh, my two of my other businesses I put in as clients of this company as well. And you know, we just started growing from a core core group of four of us. Uh, that in that first year we grew to eight. Now we're about twenty six full time W twos in the U S. with another seven international full time uh, people as well. So just just over thirty. Um, we have about 115 clients now, um, and we operate in, uh, three, I think three or four countries. So our, our biggest clients out of Australia, uh, got a client in the UK, a couple in Canada, and then the rest in the U S. Wow. Um, that's impressive. We've, I've also taken our agency global cause we realized that you know, as a digital marketing firm, you can pretty much market anywhere. And I'm sure I want to talk to you about your inbound kind of engine and system because I'm sure you had a lot of clients come to you from these countries, but you didn't service them originally. And so, it, um, you know, I'm curious why you expanded to to Europe or some of these countries. But um, if we can take a step back before that, when um, you know, maybe going back to one of your early agencies, like... um how did you create systems to get your first clients um, and actually make it like predictable and, and sustainable? Well, the first agency, you know, we, I think we took the approach that most, you know, agency owners slash business owners take, which is, you know, working hard and not smart um, going out and, you know, on, on the sales front and on, on the acquisition front of new clients you know, joining networking groups and cold calling and asking for referrals and all that stuff. It's just, you know, it's, 
it's such an old school way of thinking. And I don't know why as a digital marketer, we did that. And, and we put so much emphasis on that when we should have just been marketing our darn business with the resources that we have to market other businesses. And I think there's so many agencies that just don't do that. And I don't know if it's because they don't think they're good enough to market their own darn business or like they just don't put thing, you know, put the work in place. So with this agency, what we did was, which I thought was really smart is on day one, we made our agency a client of the agency. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I sign a new SOW every single year for the agency mm-hmm. and the agency's work that it's going to get over the next 12 months. And we make adjustments. And, you know, now the agency is probably, I'd say you could, you know, in, in the top five, as far as like as the size and scope of, of what we do for ourselves, maybe top three. Um, as far as, you know, the types of clients that we take on and, you know, who we serve, We've got uh, 30 or 40 different industries across the, you know, client bucket. There's um, there's a few that we spend a lot more energy and time on uh, as far as like outbound focus and, and you know, what we really want to be doing. It's, pro- you know, professional services and home services and stuff like that. Um, and so we, we do have some marketing, additional marketing focus on some of those verticals. I call them million dollar verticals. So each we want to do a million dollars a year in, in 10 unique verticals. And then if you do that, probably we'll get another $10 million a year in everything else that just comes to us. And so for the most part, um, the the vertical focus is a result of strategic forward thinking planning. Mm-hmm. But in some cases, it's also been a client came to us, we had fantastic results. We built a case study, you know, 18 months later, we've got a full vertical developed. And, and so uh, we're pretty strategic in, in how we work and who we work with. And we turn away a lot of business. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in fact, I'm, I'm the only one doing sales for the company right now. I, I let my sales team go at the beginning of Q2. Um, in Q1, I signed a, uh, more personally than I had planned to sign for the entire year of 2023. And my sales team was doing like one twentieth of that. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm like ready to start over um, on developing a sales team, but it's, you know, we get so much business coming our way. I'm probably turning away at least nine out of 10 prospective clients that come, you know, to us from our website and other marketing efforts. Wow. And, um, I'm, you know, some cli- some agencies turn clients away because they end up being harder to work with or turning faster. Um, have you found that's like signing the right clients is a massive benefit to your team and your account managers and, and everyone? For, I think for an agency owner, saying no is more important than saying yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's so important to uh, you know an agency being successful because the problem clients are 10 times more work mm-hmm. than clients who are just, they listen and they respect the expertise and they let you do your work. Um, those problematic clients, you know, drive the business owner, me mad and, and my executive team mad because we got to step in and deal with them. Yeah. Um, and so I've created a couple of very clear rules for like what type of business 
you know, I'll allow into the agency. And it's, it's some pretty simple rules. Like you have to have the right attitude. Like we just straight up, no assholes. If you're going to be a jerk in any way, shape or form to me, you'll be 10 times worse Mm. for account manager or anybody else in the company. So like, if I get any sense that they're like, you know, so distraught because of their current agency relationship and they're and like, you know, we're, they're not ready to date again yet. That type of thing. Like that's a no. Um, we, we do not and will not work with new businesses. A new business is three to five times more work than an existing business. And they're going to constantly change direction. Um, and then, you know, you have to have an appropriate budget. If you're not realistic around, you know, getting a, you know, getting into a relationship with an agency on an appropriate budget, there's just no reason to work with them. They're, they're going to have a failing relationship somewhere else. They'll be back around someday. Yeah. And, um, a lot of agencies, they have a hard time saying no, cause they don't have um, enough leads coming in to your benefit. You've been doing this for a while and you're executing really well on that front. So you have business coming to you. Yep. How, you know, what systems have you built over time that has allowed your inbound to be so good and so high quality? Is it, is it just pure SEO referrals, et cetera? Like what else is involved there? It's, it's like SEO and content. I would say, I mean, yeah content so much about SEO. Um, our, our, our website just keeps expanding and expanding. Um, you know, we've, we've gone after, you know, services and products and industries and markets and all that type of stuff. A very consistent blogging program that's been going on for many years. Um, you know, and, and the inbound wasn't like this in year one, it got better in year two and in year three. And we just, on the SEO front, which, you could also say is like blogging and all this other stuff related to the website's architecture. We basically doubled down every year for the first like three or four years. And, you know, now it's at a point where like we'll get 1200 to 1400 inbound leads off the website this year. And every single day I'm getting, you know, booked multiple times a day. Um, like this weekend is pretty typical. I came in this morning and there's probably four or five new appointments with new prospective clients I've never spoken to. They did their own research. They went on our website. They booked me. And, you know, two really typical. So like five of them were on there f- for the week. Two of them are not qualified. So I had a quick email, you know, correspondence with them and say, hey, I, I don't know that we're a fit. Can you just answer a couple questions? Yeah. And, and you know, that that's nice because it fills up a future pipeline. Um, cause I, you know, I'll say, Hey, I don't think your budget's right, right, right now, but here's some suggestions and come back in six months. And yeah. that thing. so, you know, I'll, I'll eventually put like another assistant sales assistant on, you know, on my team to just handle all that communication, but it's been nice to watch it and, uh, myself, you know, mm-hmm. cause I can affect, Hey, we're getting too many of this type of thing. Let's mm-hmm. go from somewhere else. That type of thing. And, um, obviously like you're, I'm assuming you have a high close rate when you actually want the client. Um, but is there anything else in your sales process that you found really works with follow-up or how you invoice clients, anything, anything like that? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we, our pricing models unique. I, I won't disclose too much about that, but we make it, we make it easy for a client to pay for our services. Yep. 
um, in, in some creative ways. Um, uh, on the sales cycle, you know, interesting on that, like our sales cycle last year uh, had an average uh, across the entire company of a 33 and a half day average close cycle. Um, in 2023, it's 19.6 days. So like I'll go into September, stuff will get filled into my calendar that I will close in September that I don't know of right now. Yeah. And, and that was interesting. It's gone down 50%, a little bit more than 50% uh, last year over this year. And I think some of the big reasons, one, um, we have a lot more testimonial and case studies. Um, we're at 105 star reviews now. We, we have no negative reviews in our business. Um, uh, the case studies, we keep, you know, pumping those out. Um, more example clients, you know, we've got in our website showcase about um, uh, 80 unique websites that we built, um, you know, more awards for sure. We've won uh, more than 25 awards over the last like four years. Um, and we balanced the focus on those awards, like company versus client. And so like, we're not just getting awards for ourselves, we're getting for our clients and the work we do for them. Wow. Um, and so, you know, just being, a, you know, a steward of, of the brand for so long, it's like when people come to us, they're kind of pre-sold on us. And then when I, you know, I'm interviewing them as much as they're interviewing me, maybe more than they know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the, the closing cycle has just been great. And once I, once I say, yeah, I'll work with this type of client. Yeah. I'm about like 40, 50% closing ratio, which is, you know, pretty great. Yeah. Um, so hey, I want to shift to like the post-sale experience. A lot of agencies don't have 110 clients. I've found they get stuck at like five to 15 on average. Yep. Um, how have you been able to take on so much business? Um, and I'm assuming you're not, I'm assuming you're somewhat involved in clients, but not running all the strategy for all the clients. So how have you been able to like service all these clients, onboard them, hire and train good account managers, et cetera? Like, you know, how do you do that? Yeah. I mean, doing this business for a long time now and kind of going through the the ownership of three different agencies I've seen, you know, we did it wrong in a lot of ways the first time. I think the biggest thing we did wrong the first time was we didn't charge enough. Mm. Our average MRR, um, was like 420 bucks. And this is like, and we, we stopped doing that business officially like six years ago when we went through this merger. 420 bucks, you can't even afford to have a conversation once a month with a client, let alone do any work. Mm-hmm. And so our, our average MR now is about uh, 3,200. And there's just a lot more that you can do with, with that type of retainer. And some of the retainers go up to 15, 20,000 bucks. And, you know, you can really afford to help grow a business and put some extra time in, you know, this month or this quarter or whatever is needed. Um, having really great people and stacking, you know, a team of, you know, US W2s in every discipline, I think is really important personally. I know there's a lot of agencies out there that work with tons of international people and lots of freelancers. And I just found that that it doesn't work all that well in the beginning. And so like I'm committed to really excellent work product and the margins have always been fine, but um, you know, if you can commit to building a team and and redundancy within all the teams, so you've got three or four people on every single team, then you can start hiring some of those like 
lower wage, maybe international people, because you've already got four good SEO people here, you know, that type of thing. Um, and so um, doing that, like, I don't have to worry about the work getting done. And I don't, I'm not responsible for any client deliverable. I haven't been since day one. And I think that's really important if you want to like grow and scale a big agency, you can't be on the hook for work. Um, you've got to work on your own business. And E-Myth and every book that's ever been written about how to run a great business tells you the same thing. Just you can't you can't be on the hook for client deliverables. Every once in a while, I get pulled into strategy. That's fine. But that's like 5% of my time. Mm -hmm. And um, having a really good billing system on day one is really important because, mm -hmm. you know, we have, we have like hundreds of subscriptions running and, you know, we're, we're doing millions and millions of dollars in business. Like I can't be responsible for going and managing that stuff anymore. I took all that off my plate for the most part about four or five months ago. So I can focus on, you know, doubling the business again. Yeah. And, um, what, do you use any like tools on the back end? You know, agencies are always toggling between like Monday or sauna or all these things. Like, are there any tools that have had a lot of leverage in your business for you? Uh, uh, ClickUp has been, I think, pretty great from a project management perspective. I, we've used, I mean, I've, I've been a business owner for, you know, 15, 20 years and own 10 companies. So I've used every project management software out there. We're, we're pretty happy with ClickUp. It's, it's been, um, uh, it's been better probably than a lot of the tools that we've used in the agency. Um, from a, a service, you know, partner perspective, I don't know how I would be alive without Gusto. Gusto has been, you know, really incredible for managing, you know, payroll, but also HR and all that other stuff. And then they brought in a partner um, and we, we were like right in and, you know, probably the first couple months with them called Mosey. And what Mosey does is it helps manage all of the, uh, w-2s around the u.s so we're we're set up with w-2 employees in 14 states and like getting all those states set up and like handling all of the darn mail that comes and you know quarterlies and all this stuff like mosey does all that we we make them our uh, uh agency address of record for all the state stuff mm -hmm. so like i don't get that mail anymore that that was a big like at, once we started really hiring full-time employees in other states, which was at the start of COVID, it, it was like, how does anyone do this? There's so much damn mail that comes from all those states. And you, you open it, you're like, I don't know what to do with this. And no one can figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like 50 different systems, 50 different processes. Some send you 20 pieces of mail a month. Once others send you nothing. Exactly. So, um, hey, yeah, we only have a couple minutes left, but to recap this conversation, which I love is step one is you have to make your own agency, a client of yourself. Um, you know, in the beginning, you may have to scrap for leads, but eventually you need to have these inbound systems through whatever channels, primarily content SEO, et cetera. Once you have that, you know, you can finally be selective with clients um, and then really focus on, on quality for, for your clients. So like, I'm totally on board with that. A lot of agency owners also get bogged down and HR and payroll and, and all that stuff and, and project management. And they're still managing accounts because they think they're the best strategists at their, at their company, which may yeah. or may not be true, but it won't allow you to scale if you don't pull yourself off. Yeah. You know? If you are, that's great. But you're, you're like setting yourself up to be a freelancer the rest of your life. And I yeah. don't want, 
life. Yep. Yeah. So I, you know, I love some of these systems you've set up. Um, and you bring up a good point. This is not stuff that happens in year one, uh, maybe for your agency now, but that's because of, you know, your past nine companies, 10 companies. So, yeah, um, yeah. A good point on that is yeah. when I started out wise, it, you know, it was, I started a couple other agencies and a whole lot of other businesses. I mapped out a five-year plan and I said, in year one, I'm going to do all this stuff. In year two, I'm going to get rid of these things. And I'm going to do this stuff in year three. I'm going to get rid of these other things. And so it was, it was a measured approach, but I was also looking at how can I create, we, we've been growing at 14 and a half percent per quarter for 13 straight quarters. And, you know, that's like 65% growth a year for like four or five years now. And you can't do that if you're doing stuff personally, like yeah. if you're doing HR, you're doing payrolls, you're doing billing, you're doing accounts. You're just, you'll jump off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. The business owner should be focusing on growth, like net growth on the agency. Uh, I like how you broke out the categories of clients and you're focused on growing those verticals out. Um, it was all great ways to scale. Yep. Um, great. Well, Patrick, where where can people learn more about your agency or you before we jump off here? Yeah, honestly, the best place would be our website, wisedigitalpartners.com, but also our YouTube channel. We we launched a YouTube channel about a year ago called Wise Thoughts. I didn't touch on it, but that's that's been a nice, I think, place for um, you know, prospective clients to learn more about us and me and the team members who are the wise experts here before they do business with us. But it's also been really great from a recruiting standpoint. We, you know, we find a lot of, you know, young talent going there and checking out you know what we're talking about before they you know send over the resume amazing will do uh well thank you so much again this has been really valuable and and congrats on on your success excellent thanks nick